those, those cops mean. It's the break room. Welcome back to the break room, everybody. Our daily show that keeps you updated on all the nerdy news you need to know. Uh, coming up on today's show, Rogers the Musical returns. Uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that? Hang on, catch me well, here. Yeah. Returns. There it is. That sounded a lot better. Uh, we're going to get into Ant-Man, plot holes or hidden answers. Oh. Uh, and a very special guest is going to join the oh show. My God. Oh, uh, my equally special uh, announced guests, we've got Brandon Barrett, Jessica Clemens, Tommy Bechtold, I'm Zach Huddleston. We're all here. We're all excited. It's a Thursday. Tommy's face is frozen <laughs> in delight. Tommy um, rebooted. <laughs> Somebody, somebody, oh, get out the oil can. Okay. Hey, everyone. Hi, everyone. Uh, hey, let's, we got a lot to talk about today. So let's jump right into the headline. Oh, baby. Headline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ow, ow. There it is. Uh, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but Variety uh, has been doing, uh, they released a couple articles uh, profiling Casey Bloys, who's the head of content at HBO and HBO Max. Uh, the four of us have been in the same room as Casey Boyce yeah, at the House of the Dragon uh, yeah. premiere. Oh. Um, didn't talk to him, uh, but <laughs> he talked to us. Could have. Uh, he, yeah, he technically, technically, he did address everybody in the room, and he that sat on my us. lap for about an hour, which oh, was weird. Sorry. But we didn't. Say that anything. was that was Blazy Coys. <laughs> he, he, he kept calling me Young Santa. He's like, we're <laughs> developing Santa. Young Santa. Oh, uh, they got Young Pope and yeah. Young Santa. Um, it's a dark, gritty reboot. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, so as part of these interviews. We talked yesterday about, uh, he mentioned kind of uh, the House of the Dragon and how we're probably not going to see the next season of that till summer 2024. Um, but he also talked about DC projects, mm. uh, which um, we're going to come back to later in the show. Uh, in an interview with Uproxx, Alden Ehrenreich, I said that right? Yeah. Okay, good. You said that, Aaron, right? Thank you. Yeah. Of course, our, our once and forever solo. Mm -hmm. um, he teased some details on Ironheart. He is in Ironheart, in addition to Cocaine Bear, which I think comes out this weekend. Oh. He's having a big uh, uh, couple months. Although, he didn't. You'll need an Ironheart if you do too much Cocaine Bear. Thank you. Um, Stop clapping. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Cheap pop. <laughs> Uh, now, he hasn't, uh, it hasn't been announced what character he's playing in Ironheart, which is interesting. And he didn't give any key details about his character, but he did stress that it was fun uh, mm. doing the role and that it's a great character, mentioning that he had to lose 20 pounds in one week, oh, which doesn't sound he's possible, like healthy. Character? Also, what character needs to, he's not a big man, so it's like, what? I also um, love the idea that like, they very easily digitally put Chris Evans' face on a smaller man's body. They've DH people and stuff. They had She-Hulk be She-Hulk in every episode of She-Hulk. Mm. But this guy. But they were like, we're going to need to lose 20 pounds in you a week. You know, the guy that played Hercules was like, yeah, I had to work out really hard. They didn't ask me to, oh, but I didn't want to. Yeah, he was like, he didn't want to show up as Hercules and right. be like, oh, here's Thor, my counterpart, and I'm a little weak. So More maybe. More like Hercules. Jeez. Whoa. Oh, please. Uh, which, again, 20 pounds in one week? That's I don't think that's, even if you don't consume a liquid for seven days, mm. I don't know that you will go down 20 pounds. I can, I can confirm you can put it on. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe it was a, this is, has nothing to do with the show, it was a crafts issue. Like yeah. something at Crafty made him sick. Yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that was some, some influenza or something. Like I had a tuna salad and I, uh, I lost 20 pounds. For the role, for the role. No offense. Um, and again, what character needs to be like gaunt? Because he's kind of, he has a normal build right. most of the time. So why would he need to be hyper skinny? Anyways. Maybe he's playing a mummy. Or someone mm. trapped. Well, and we're going to come back to some of the speculation on who he might be playing. But, um, uh, but he kind of summarized the show. It's very funny, touching, emotional. It's basically about this black girl growing up in Chicago and her experience, and it's really, really interesting. Uh, and yeah, so some of the fans are speculating he's playing Ezekiel Stain, mm. son of Obadiah oh, Stain, the original Please. OG Iron Man 1 villain played by Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Um, we have the societal infrastructure to change your name pretty easily. <laughs> if your name is Stain and uh -huh. your father's last act on Earth was trying to kill multiple people, I think maybe you go change it to Stone or you change it to I, Stein. That's or, an interesting hmm. point, Tommy. I don't remember how much is known about the Battle of Los Angeles, uh -huh. which is what it's called within the MCU, mm. Iron Man's battle with Iron Monger, because it does spill into the streets. Mm. They, they mess up a bus. The first MCU movie started with them messing up a bus. They love mm. messing up public transportation. 
in the MCU. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how much of Obis, Obadiah Stane's actions became right. public knowledge. Because yeah. if you are Stark Industries, you want to cover it up as well, much think, as possible. Tommy is saying you'd want to change your name just because it's stained. Yeah, it's just, oh, not necessarily it's, that, that your father. I think it's aesthetically. Well, I mean, I'm saying two. I'm saying both things. All right. Both things are in a crash course. Now we are getting a producer, a late breaking producer update. Evidently, Alden Aaron, Ellen Reich, Aaron Reich, Alden Aaron Reich. It took him two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks to gain one still, stone. I could still, put on four stone in two weeks. Still insane. Yeah. Insane. It's ten pounds a week. That's still roughly seven or eight more pounds than anybody should ever. Do you lose think in a he week. procrastinated and like towards the end of week two he was like, "Fuck, I should have lost ten pounds last week." <laughs> yeah. I really put that off. Uh, yeah. Where's that tuna sandwich? Uh, for craft? But yeah, and, and if if you know uh, if you followed uh, comics, especially maybe like the last ten years, Ezekiel Stain has been like a somewhat frequent uh, comic book villain, mm. yet to be in any. Um, MCU uh, live action, of course, yeah. but a fun character, very similar to his father, kind of like evil inverse of Tony yeah. Stark, you know, or, or Justin Hammer, all these kind of like, you know, tech bad guy, rich guys. I'm just. Um, what if he's the teacher that took the blueprints from uh, Riri Williams? Uh, oh, oh, he's the MIT yeah, he's teacher. The MIT. I feel like he's going to be being held captive or something, and then they're going to rescue oh, him. That's they're going to be he's like, gone. he's barely alive! Yeah. Mm. Well, that's, he could have been on the run after <laughs> the blueprints got out. Yeah. And again, we From know, Wakanda. We know um, who's the actor who's playing the hood. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Ramos. Ramos is playing the hood, which yeah. is typically a villain character. Um, so maybe we'll have multiple and kind of villains adversaries. Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen as Mephisto. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Wow. Also, I mean, we don't know when we're getting this show. Again, it was supposed to be in 2023. There's some rumors it might get delayed until 2024. We know they've already shot it, uh, or shot most of it. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, show us your cards. The machine needs content. <laughs> That's right. Feed the machine. Uh, speaking of feeding the machine, in casting news, Stephen Young has been cast in Thunderbolts. As the film's antagonist, oh. bad guy, in what Deadline is calling a part that is not only significant to this film, but could also play a role going forward in future films of the MCU. Oh. Uh, Stephen Young, of course, Glenn from The Walking Dead, star of Minari, yeah. uh, Columbus, a lot of uh, great independent films and other big films. Great actor. Um, also overlaps with us a little bit in mm. the Los Angeles comedy scene coming up. Uh, he was a... a a graduate of the I.O. Chicago, Yes, and a performer on many I.O. West Herald yes. teams. And, and a frequent performer in the I.O. West Loft. That's right. Uh, a, a, a dank little theater where we tread mm. the boards a little bit. And a great actor, a talented guy. Oh, of course, I didn't mention Nope, one of his most recent big credits. Mm. Uh, so we're excited. There's been some speculation on like who he could be playing. Doom. I mean, I would love. It. I don't hate that. I would love it. I've hung my hat on every K. Ross. I mean, I'm not ready to move on. Yet. Eric Voss is 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 uh, really banging the bell for him to be Wolverine, I which I want, kind of love. I love. Yeah. I think so he'd be ways. really cute as a Wolverine, but that's the thing. He'd be really right. cute as a Wolverine. Mm. I want my Wolverine to be a mean, aggressive fighter, yeah. and I have not seen him do that yet. Maybe. But I do want him to play. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm here, Jackman, the toughest man in the world, and then I see. I was talking about Steven. Well, now, if, if Stephen Young shows up, 240 pounds shredded to the bone. Oh, yeah. uh, in two weeks, in two weeks yeah. gains 200 yeah, pounds. Some... He stole all of Alden Ehrenreich's yeah. Uh, yeah, muzzle. Yeah. And, uh... If we see some Venice Beach paparazzi of yeah. him just doing the Iron Cross on the rings. <laughs> We'll he on that Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Triple stack, you know oh, what I mean? No. <laughs> It'll be all right. Uh, Natty Gaines, bro. Natty uh, Gaines. But, that's going to be our new shirt, Natty Gaines. That's all, I like that. Uh, but we're excited. Yeah, there's a rumor online he could be playing Sentry, oh. a.k.a. Robert mm. Reynolds, who's kind of like a Superman-type uh, figure. In, in Marvel Comics. But they're showing up in, he's showing up in Thunderbolts or Ironheart? Thunderbolts. 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 Maybe. Uh, so, uh, great. That, that movie's already got a bunch of characters and that's exciting that it could be a character that spills over. Maybe like an Adam Warlock who like, mm. is debuting but then could could live on across other properties. Maybe initially a, uh, a, a uh, what did they say, he was going to be the adversary? Maybe initially an adversary before finding out that the Thunderbolts program itself is the adversary. Yeah. And they must turn against them. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Quantumania director Peyton Reed was asked about the film uh, not including Michael Pena's character, Luis. Uh, citing the amount of characters in the movie, Reed said that once they knew the Ant family were going into the quantum realm, that it just didn't make sense to include Luis or the other ex-con security consultants, Cassie's mom and her stepfather. 
In my opinion, it doesn't make sense to have an Ant-Man movie without Louise, and I will die for this opinion. That was written into the script. <laughs> no, you said that was not dead. a quote from Peyton Reed. Oh, I, wow. that was, I was like, oh my God, why would um, you say I, that after one I, I do agree with the mysterious author of that headline, uh, whoever they may be. But uh, yeah, I do think it was stupid. I think it was more egregious to not have Cassie's mom and her stepfather. Judy Greer and, and Bobby like, Cannavale. At least at the, in the post, yeah. in the end credits. Unless it would be it, at her birthday. it means something. That's the only one I would allow. I was like, yeah, it's at her birthday. It makes sense that there's, it's like she's at her dad's for the weekend and then they get sucked into something. Right. Like, that's the movie. It makes sense. Know, but, but the birthday party would have made sense for yes. her to be there. Nope, it's not real. Unless you don't. I mean, I I have two families, so I don't really. My parents don't like being around each other that often. I have six families. <laughs> Most this of them are my race. wives. <laughs> no, my wives. My uh, wives. Uh, well, and, and yeah, families are divorced. She could have. Cassie could have been having multiple birthday dinners with her two different families. She, also, maybe they just didn't zoom out far enough. That's right. They were they were farther <laughs> in the back. Randall or, Park and Judy or, Greer are or, sipping sake. Judy Greer and Bobby Cannavale, uh, they moved to Oakland or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, they moved. Oh, across Bobby the got bay. transferred. He's yeah. at the FBI. Maybe he's working for Val. Uh, huh? No, the irony Damn. of David Desmalkian. Found another way to be in this movie. <laughs> he found a way. I mean, why weren't one of the bro why wasn't the broccoli man voiced by T.I.? Come on. Oh, yeah. You know? Like I think we know why. <laughs> okay. All right. Before we leave this bar, I need to see everybody's intact, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I gotta go. I Google gotta go. T.I. No, don't. I Google, Google. T.I. intact. I go. Google <laughs> T.I. intact and, uh, oh, and enjoy. No, 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 don't. I'm not uh, the one who did it, guys. Uh, T.I. is. That's correct. Uh, hey. For everyone, um, for everyone that really loved those Hawkeye sequences Ooh. around Rogers the Musical, uh, you can now see Rogers this the Musical is in great real life. News. Yes, uh, Brandon, tell us a little bit about this. That's right. At Disney's California Adventure, there's a little theater performing space called the Hyperion. Uh, they used to do little shows there. They haven't done something there since the pandemic. Mm. They did a Frozen little stage show, something for the kids, something for the families. They're gonna put a one-act version of uh, the Rogers the Musical, which we saw mm. one. Uh, song from uh, in Hawkeye famously. They're gonna do like a little one act version of that mm -hmm. there at the theater. Uh, now at D23, when it was Marvel's turn during the panel, uh, Kevin Feige came out and was like, we gotta kick this off big. And they did a live performance there. And it was there. pretty incredible. They had brought some of the original oh. people. They didn't get Adam Pascal, but they added some mm -hmm. of the original people. They had a live band, dancers. It was great, lights. So they're gonna do that in the park now, which sounds like a lot of fun. A lot of people were like, do the whole do the whole show, but I think because it's like there's a weird rule. It's a theater space, uh, and it doesn't have public restrooms inside of the theater space in the park. Uh, they can't only have people in there for so long. Yeah, you okay. can't go like past an hour or something sure, like that. Sure, that makes sense. Because uh, you have to leave the building to go to a and, bathroom in and the park. And you know, six-year-old kids. They want to do five or six of them a yeah, day. Yeah, six-year-old yeah. kids have short attention spans right. and stuff like that too. This, so. I think this will be a lot of fun. It's going to be more than just the song you saw in Hawkeye. Mm. They teased it with like a shot of like. Peggy Carter in her Agent Carter days, Can like walking go? up to the theater. Oh. So like, it's probably gonna go. be a little quick history of Captain America. It'll probably be a lot of fun. That's I'm very excited about that. Not this. a boy, not yet an Iron Man. <laughs> okay, Cute. it's a different musical. Uh, we're excited for that. Brandon, uh, our, our intrepid uh, Disney underground reporter, will report That's back right. on Oh, I can't wait. I'm going in August, maybe sooner. I hopefully will go in August. I'm going to see it six times. Yeah. Wow. They said it at was the, like at a... At the behest of the children. <laughs> I'll be no forsaking the children and just doing around a round of Steve Rogers the musical. Yeah. They said it was like a limited run this summer, so we'll see how okay. long it lasts for. But, I hope uh, they have little fake playbooks and little merch you oh, can I get. So. They, oh. in, in do you the think preview, they're going to merchandise this, or do you think... I, I don't know if they'll sell any merch. <laughs> Hey, yeah, in the preview video, they did. She was holding like Peggy was yeah. holding like a, a playbill that said. Ooh. Also, Peggy's home. dead, so I didn't buy into the universe. Well, of that. You know, what is that of, timeline all about? It's not confirmed. That she's dead. <laughs> there's a lot of characters in What's the park on? that are <laughs> dead in, okay. in, in the MCU. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they'll bring my grandma back for the opening. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, during a Q and A, uh, oh. speaking of dead grandmas, uh, Mandalorian creator John Favreau Whoa. provided, I assume, his grandparents have passed. Oh. I, don't know. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going John Favreau Holy and dead grandma. Cow. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, greatest de the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that John Favreau <laughs> is not wasn't a dead grandma. A grandma. <laughs> um, okay, uh, but of course, uh, Mandalorian creator John Favreau. He, he uh, gave some new details for the upcoming Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew series. Again, there's been some, a lot of rumors that multiple Marvel Disney Plus series are getting delayed to next year. Not so with the Star Wars series. We think we're still getting all three of those this year. Uh, saying that both 
John Trevor said both Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew are in post-production right now, and they're set in the same time period and may have some character crossovers despite being standalone stories. Woo. So Woo. in theory, these, these series are also set at the same time as The Mandalorian, then, right? Mm. Yeah, I would yeah. guess so, because we saw Ahsoka pop up in an episode of uh, Book of Boba Fett yes. that was more of a Mandalorian episode. Yes. Uh, she was hanging out with Luke Skywalker on his little plan, but she was also indicating she was about to leave yeah. too. She was headed uh, out. They shared. They adventure. shared a very longing glance at each right. other, which made me think maybe they crossed sabers. That oh, oh, training exercise. We got uh, some news coming out of HBO. They're making an it prequel series mm, at oh, HBO yeah. Max. It's been given a straight-to-series order. Uh, it's tentatively titled Welcome to Derry, mm. referencing Derry, Maine, the, the city where the series takes place. Uh, Andy and Barbara Muschietti, of course, he was the director of the two It movies and the upcoming Flash movie, uh, will be, they will be helming the series, along with Jason Fuchs, who wrote uh, It on It Chapter 2. Um, does this put a wrench in DC's future plans if they use Muschietti for this instead of more Flash movies? Well, I mean, you know, they have James Gunn, right? They He was able to do Peacemaker and also... Guardians and Guardians Suicide Squad. Guardians and Suicide Squad. And, yeah. and also, like, was also writing a Superman story at the same time. I have a feeling he'll... Helming this series doesn't mean he directs every episode. Certainly, it, you know, he probably directs the pilot. Yeah. Or the first episode sets the tone and is like... Copy this, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure if if Flash is as successful as DC's hoping, he's going to get yeah. another movie right away. And I wouldn't be surprised if they announced that ahead of like DC, the Flash coming out. If there's mm. like if the buzz keeps building on that, I could see them, you know, being like, oh, by the way, Muschietti's going to direct, you know, Superman yes. Legacy or yeah. uh, Batman: The Brave and the Bold or something um, like that. And and I think uh, an it. Prequel series sounds fun. Like we know, like whatever Pennywise comes around every X number of years, yeah. so they can go back fifty years or whatever. There's right? all that weird like demon lore that Stephen King has of like, doesn't Pennywise have a daughter or something like that? And yeah. she's like daughter of Pennywise. I don't. I don't read that ungodly but stuff. I, I, love I think a, her name is Penny. Foolish. That book is ungodly. <laughs> I love a good. Uh, I love a good creepy series though. Maybe they can. Hey, fingers crossed. They get that out by uh, Halloween time. I hope they get that old lady back. Ooh, from the God, from that it was, too. That was frightening. Um, lastly, from, from our friends at Warner Brothers, uh, uh, shout, pour one out for Zaslav. Uh, just <laughs> announced, uh, or, I mean, he's not dead. Fill one up. Why do you think everybody's dead? <laughs> Despite my best efforts. Is Zaslav a um, dead grandma? Ooh. Could that be slang for just, you know, creators that we're concerned about? Although I'm not concerned about John Favreau. Zaslav, I mean, he's at the All-Star Game with Voldemort, and they're <laughs> just eating popcorn. Adam Silver. Um... Uh, don't don't besmirch Adam Silver's name by equating him with Voldemort. But, I love uh, Adam Silver. Yeah, there, I did yeah, not know that. Right. I legitimately thought that was Lord Voldemort. <laughs> uh, but some other news. Uh, the final headline here from Warner Brothers. They just announced uh, they're working on more Lord of the Rings films. Oh, films, God. not to be confused with the ongoing Amazon. Uh, right, because they Rings had, of Power. The the separations of Rings and Power are that like Warner Brothers still owns like movie stuff. Uh, Amazon, what they were able to buy was like the Samarillion and some other pre-stories. So it's yes. like, that's why they couldn't use the H word. Uh, you know, it's like... Wait, uh, they don't say Hobbit and Rings of well, Power? Well, they're not technically Hobbits they're yet. Harfoots. They're Harfoots. It's before they become Hobbits. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I'm out. Uh, so, but it's <laughs> just because their name. So this, are... this is tied to the like the trilogy that we yes. know. Because mm -hmm. um, and now obviously well, yeah. we had the whole Hobbit trilogy came right. out much more recently, but it's been twenty years, yeah. over twenty years since the original Lord of the Rings series. Oh my god, so. I can still remember going to see those movies. I was just a boy. Mm -hmm. uh, Bring uh, me back to the Shire, Peter Jackson. So it'll be interesting. They said uh, they're bringing the incomparable work world of J.R.R. Tolkien. Back to the big screen in new and exciting ways. So Ooh. we don't know if these are going to be remakes of that original trilogy, maybe spin-offs. Give me F. Keep going forward, right? Because Rings of Power is just the pre. Right. I I don't know. Just pick up where they <laughs> left off. Just pick up. I thought everything's happy. Up. They threw the ring in. Bada they said, bada oh, boom. somehow unknown the run show. We're all happy. I just I just hope there's Gimli <laughs> being sexually active. <laughs> Stop. Uh, is there a Gimli Miss Minutes potential crossover? No. Or? Gimli no. destroys Galadriel. Uh. Hey. 
No. Okay. Why is he always gonna destroy her? No. Huh? You're the one who said it. You're the one who I'm sorry. It's in the prompter. This was written by Zach. No, it's not. It's in the prompter. It specifically says in bold. Zach says you have to say this. Uh, false. I don't want to uh, say these things. Uh, Sometimes I feel like this whole show is a setup. Um, shout out! We're gonna uh, shout out to everybody that's been sending in super chats. Actually, a bunch of these are about potential Ant Man uh, plot holes that we're gonna come back to. So we're gonna read out a bunch of these uh, real quick. We want to shout out some folks that helped us bring this episode uh, to you. Our friends at Rocket Money. Yes. Mm. Um, now you've probably heard us talk about Rocket Money on the channel before. Uh, Jessica just shouted out Rocket Money in one of her videos last week. Uh, they are an all-in-one finance platform that helps you save more and spend less. Uh, they have this great feature that helps you find and cancel unwanted subscriptions. I don't know about you, I currently subscribe to every streaming platform probably twice. Right. Because I have accidentally done it through both Amazon and directly, and mm -hmm. it's stupid. Um, but uh, you don't have to waste a bunch of money on mm -hmm. those subscriptions you don't want. I haven't, I haven't opened up Paramount Plus in a dog's age. Mm. Um, so now I can use Rocket Money's smart savings account to put that money aside instead. Uh, I just choose the amount I want to save. I'm sorry, I've skipped around. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Money helps me unsubscribe from the right, subscriptions I don't want. And then with their smart savings account, I can then set that money aside. I can kind of set an amount I want to save mm. in a month and Rocket Money helps me do that. They can automatically I, deposit. Can I testify? Please. I do love Rocket Money a lot. It's awesome. And the one thing that I really like, and I've actually used this, they send you reminders like, oh, you have this like bill upcoming. Like I have mm. my cable or my internet bill coming up. Mm. And they were like, we can negotiate a better rate for you. All you do is press a button. And mm. like they work it out. And then wow. they come back and they'd be like, hey, you can actually save some money here because there were deals you didn't know about. And I didn't have to talk to Spectrum. It was great. Ooh, may I testify? Awesome. You may testify. My finances are in the sewer. <laughs> and I have not been using Rocket Money. And once again, a product that comes onto the break room will hopefully bail me out of what I can only call 39 years of mistakes. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Rocket Money. I will be downloading you. I will be using you. You will be helping me. We will work in symbiosis. Right. I will become the venom of Rocket Money. But there's, there's a ton of awesome features on Rocket Money. You can like go every month. You can mark things that are tax deductible. So at like the end of the year, like this time of oh. year, it's very easy to pull up all your tax deductible items. Oh, nice. they, they can notice trends. You can set things. They'll tell you like, hey, you spent less money dining out this week. Or, oh, you spent too much money dining out this week. It's it's very helpful and it's it's not too intrusive and I, I really appreciate it as someone who is not great with money. Now what about if you're a guy like me who's never paid taxes before? Mm, Tommy, you gotta pay taxes. <laughs> you gotta stop going on the internet and saying you, you've never paid are you, taxes. Are you before. trying to Wesley Snipes this thing? Or I would like to serve a little time. I wanna get okay. ripped this year, and I feel like the only way I'm gonna get jacked is if you're scared. Is a little time it. in the state pen. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't need to go to prison. Instead, uh, go to rocketmoney.com slash new rockstars or click the link in this video's description. Uh, you can download it for free, start using it today, and then if you like it, you can upgrade to premium. Uh, again, that's rocketmoney.com slash new rockstars. Great stuff, great stuff. Guys, what's with the ants, huh? huh? You all saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and if you haven't, you better leave right now. Spoilers, boop! Uh, as, as we talk about this movie <laughs> around here in the office, the, the chatter online, I see lots of people saying like, nah, this is plot holes in the movie. I don't know. Are they plot holes? Mm. Are they plot solid ground? Mm? Mm. You think about it. Uh, so we, we put together a bunch of questions. We had, you guys have sent some great ones uh, here in the chat. So we're gonna go through them uh, uh, and talk about some of these plot holes. The biggest one has gotta be, I think something that a potential plot hole that people see all the time is like these the ants at the end of the movie. Do a ex machina? Maca ants or whatever, right? They come in, they were in a time dilation, they have their own tech. Like, what's going on here? Uh, why are they big? Why aren't they tiny little ants? Uh, it seems like there was obviously a lot more here that was in the movie. We were kind of looking at it again, like at the very beginning, right? When they're still in the normal world before mm. the initial suck-in. Mm. Uh, Scott's checking out the little ants. And there's this ADR line off screen from, from Hank Pym that's like, oh, they're building their own tech because Hank's... Yes. Or, Scott's like, oh, did you give them this tech? And they're like, no, they're building their own tech. They're mm. really smart. Mm -hmm. And like, yes. that was the end of it. <laughs> and, and like, we can see like, there's like little blinking lights right. on the ants. It's not part of the the, mm -hmm. the, the maze or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's on the ants as they move. Right. right. And it, 
It's on some of the ants in the quantum realm. Yes. Well, yeah, when there. we see them later, right, they have like metal legs, they have armor, mm. they look like those awesome uh, dino battle bots from when we were kids, right? They look great. Now, we learn they go into a time dilation for a thousand years. That's kind of very quickly sped through. But it explains that like they live generations for a thousand years and they're all praising their god Hank Pym and mm. believing and getting it's stronger. It's a little bit like Invincible Season 1 has that right. alien race. Yes, thing. every time they yeah. come back, they've lived a lot yes. longer. So it is kind of like sped through. And we, if you watch the movie again, when they're falling in, during the initial second, Stop when they're falling into the earth, they're falling into the quantum realm, Scott gets smaller faster than the ant farm does. Mm. And he, we see like something smash into the glass, blah, blah, blah. So the ants never get as small as Scott does as he goes all the way down. And they go into their little time dilation. And they're able to get smart enough through their generations of tech and getting better and praising Hank Pym that they are... Something they don't really address in the movie, they somehow figure out how to get into the quantum realm on their own. Because they're not mm. quite there. They're in like a time yeah. dilation pocket. And they figure out how to get into there. But I think the bigger question, and maybe this is the whole, if there is one, is how did they get so smart in the first place to build mm. their own tech? Was you mean that, in, the, in the outside in, world? In the regular world. Was that like Hank Pym keeping the smartest ants he could find and killing all the other ones? Well, aren't through a ants problem of, genuinely very smart? Ants are, are genuinely very smart. They haven't built new tech as far as we know. Well, mm. As far as we know. They're underfoot right now. But, but also, you could also imagine a world, right? Like the Pyms have developed a way to communicate right, with yes. ants, right? Mm. That is does not yet exist in our world, I think to the degree it does in these films. So like if you could talk to ants and teach them stuff, they would get rapidly smarter, yeah. right? Just for yeah. being able to communicate with I, humans. I think the also making, or they made the tech, right? If they're making the tech, they're, it's probably just making them more efficient. Mm -hmm. And if they, and then when they shot through the time expansion or whatever field, mm -hmm. uh, they probably reproduced at a rate that was excessive. Yeah. So right, they're right, yeah. making more smart yeah. versions. Because ants already have a short life cycle, right? Yeah. They probably like die off in a week or whatever. So then multiply that times a thousand years. Imagine how many generations. Also, anybody that's questioning why ants could like beat up Kang should be questioning how ants can play drums. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Go can back. Ants play drums? Yeah! Oh, no, 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 Ant Man too. I thought you meant in like real life. They could if you make a tiny drum set. Make a very they tiny would play drum. the drums. Octopuses can also play drums, as we learned in Aquaman. So. <laughs> Animals playing drums has been around for a while. If, guys. if you're if you're an animal with more than two appendages, you're you are supposed That's to play right. drums. Also, crabs can uh, sing in a Jamaican patois. We've learned all these things in films. You don't want to go there. No, don't do the Jamaican <laughs> no, no, patois. No. Do not do it. That's not. It's a Sebastian impression. <laughs> he doesn't. Sebastian doesn't have a race. He's a crab. Okay. <laughs> you guys should hear my Jar Jar Binks impression. <laughs> he doesn't have a oh race. He's a crap. Uh, here's another Quantumanium. Potential plot hole, or potential plot solid ground. Uh, with all the mysteries of the quantum realm and everyone growing and shrinking and changing sizes left and right, the movie does leave us a lot of, with a lot of questions. One of them being, like, how is Cassie able to become the same size of Scott if this is the biggest he's ever been? Oh. Okay, so uh, let me break this down for you a little bit. Uh, when Scott becomes giant, right, it happens three previ four previous times. The first time it happens at the Leipzig airport uh, in, in, Civil War? in Civil War. We have an airplane there for scale, so we have an idea about how big he is there. Then it happens again in Ant-Man 2. He's a, a, a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had already, he told Goliath in that film, he was like, I got to 30 feet. And he was like, oh my God, right? Uh, so he's like, he gets a little bigger there because he goes into the sound, he goes into the bay. He's hiding up against uh, several story tall buildings. So he's a little taller there. Endgame comes bursting out of the ground. Huge, mm -hmm. big, punching that yeah. big flying creature. I could do this all day. I'm bringing the party to you. Mm -hmm. Every line from every uh, Marvel person. Now in this one, we see him get as big as these like buildings. Now this is the hardest thing about this movie. We don't have a lot of like bananas for scale, right? Mm. Because all this stuff for the movie is stuff we don't have in our world. So it is really hard to tell how big he is. But he's bigger than these structures we assume to be like pretty large buildings inside the quantum realm. So he's like very, very big, bigger than he's ever been before. He's the biggest. Cassie, her first time growing, as far as we know, is able to automatically get to that height. Mm. Whereas he had to like work his way up to it. How is she able to do this? Can I put in an argument? Put in your argument. As far as we know. We as know that she's had that suit for yes. a very long time. Yeah. And he was the only person that didn't know that she had that right. suit. So she could have been practicing somewhere, especially at Van Dyme 
Pim, the Pim the, Van Dyne industries. industries. Yeah. She could have been practicing there with Hope, but also, which I like to acknowledge all the time with their outfits, is that Hanks is probably the oldest that hasn't been re-updated. I think Hope's has been updated in the second Ant Man and Wasp, and this is the newest suit for uh, Cassie. Yeah, so that, watch her suit. Like nano has, suits, yeah, right? so watch her suit be much more advanced, and it's like it's actually not as hard for you to grow as it is for this guy. Well, also, she's a young person, yeah. right? Like she's she much younger than the first time Scott she's ever never had on a the sip suit. of alcohol, as far as we know. Yeah, she's never done as far drugs, as we know. As far as, as, far as we know, know. Wait, Scott has. Yeah. He was in prison. He was drinking but toilet even, wine. Yeah. Do I know? Yeah, I gotta look at her. Tommy, stop. But I think I think the real answer here is like this movie does a lot of legwork establishing that uh, Cassie is very smart and like a bit of a phenom, if you uh, will. Yeah. So she is better than her father. Yeah, it's a parallel story to Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, yes. right? Uh, Where it's yes. like. She's not, in, in Hawkeye, she wasn't quite as good as him, but she was like catching up a lot right. faster, right? Because she's young. Keep and she's, human, if you will. Yes. I yeah. think that's the plot hole that the MCU mm. has given us so far of like, oh, these people that are underneath them are coming up and it's easier for them. And it's like, I want to get a justification though to why it's easier for them. Well, I would, sorry, I would argue that like, you know, Kate Bishop grows up in a world with superheroes, whereas mm. Hawkeye did not. Mm. And so she idolizes Hawkeye her whole life, sees him save. And, able and, to defend himself, and mm -hmm. she she practices at it at a much earlier age than maybe like Hawkeye I mean, did. There, there's a precedent there in the real world, right? Like uh, the the four minute mile was this milestone that hadn't been broken for hundreds of years. Mm. A guy breaks it, the second guy breaks it like a month later, yeah. and then like ten people break it within a year. Or and something no one like that, did any right? drugs to do that. Well, it's true. It was in like the forties, but like um, you know, there is there's something about I like that as a justification of like. Everybody has a mental block right. before they realize, like, oh, people can do extraordinary things. Oh, I can do extraordinary yeah. things. I too. guess I just want it more with someone that has a superpower then. Because it's like, yeah. we have Hulk and then we have mm. She-Hulk, and it was right, so right. quick for her to, like... And I root for She-Hulk and everything. Right. I will make a reason for it. But it's it's okay. clear that, like, eventually love is going to be better than Thor. Eventually so-and-so is going to be better than Sam Wilson. It's like, okay, I want to I want to know. Um, let's do one of these potential plot holes we got on Super Chat yeah. here. GSU Eagle 117 saying, still a bit confused of the timeline. Time, timeliness. timeliness. <laughs> he who remains and Kang both showed uh, multiple rings. Does this mean there are multiple rings with citadels in the middle run by the other Kings? Okay, so this is like the question of, at the end of Loki, we see the citadel at the end of time. Mm -hmm. There's like that ring of time around mm -hmm. it, right? And then, like, you have the Council of Kangs, and they're outside of, like, not rings so much, but, like, rings and merging timelines and all this other stuff. And I guess, like, this plot hole answer is basically, like, this is all outside of time, so time doesn't exist, and we as mere mortals can't conceptualize the idea of time. We're always putting time on a line. So we made it a ring? Uh, well, but it's it's almost like we're seeing time one way, but all of this stuff exists outside of time yeah. from I an mean, observational what, one point. Of the, one of the first lines we got from Kang in this movie, time is a cage, right. until you escape it, <clears throat> you'll, oh, you'll never... Oh, oh honey. <laughs> got choked oh, honey. Is that time? Oh, honey. Is that time? Oh, I'm Kang said, keep my name, keep my words out <laughs> of your mouth. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Keep my words that was, out of your mouth. That was a Kang choking me up. Uh, but, you know, you're saying, like, time's a cage until you get outside that right, cage. Yeah. You'll never realize how limiting it can be. So it's like... All these kings were outside that cage somehow, well, right? I mean, Dr. Steve Miller said time keeps on ticking. Ticking, ticking. That's true. Into the it's future. True. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess, like, the plot hole there is, and we also don't know the full story. We're getting fragments still. It mm. probably will all be laid out for us by the end of Secret Wars, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Plot hole question. How does time work in the quantum realm? It does. We don't know. <laughs> like, that's the weird thing. That is like a weird magical MacGuffin. And they haven't even asked, like, whether or not they have, like, a clock or time. Right. They're like, they're just like, we live day to day. Also, I think they don't have time to think well, about time because there's like different time pockets in the quantum yes. realm. You fall into one time pocket, a minute is a year. You fall into another one, right. a day is a week. It's, it's, just, it's a perfect catch all to justify people rapidly aging, people populations rapidly multiplying, or people not aging at all. They can do whatever you want, because well, it's a work of fiction. And, and one like we, we here on Terra, uh, we measure time right by the sun, but there's no sun I, in the quantum realm. I there got was guard. <laughs> there was that monster sun. <laughs> oh, that's right. That turned out to be <laughs> yes. a, a big uh, scary jellyfish. But, but like there are, 
There were parts of the quantum realm that seemed to be kind of dayish, like like the forest where Hope and Janet right. kind of landed, and then a lot of other parts that seemed very dark and kind of permanent. Uh, but yeah, but this no. is this kind of leads into another one people had was like, how was Janet able to hide from Kang for like thirty years mm. of our time within the quantum realm? Like, what's what's the scale? Well, and, and I don't know how much she was hiding and how much she was straight up fighting him. Yeah, right. right? Like, because Kerr and Krylar were leading like a freedom. She was the leader of the freedom fighters, right? Right. right. Was and essentially, it, a, and then that's why they all hate her. She yeah. abandoned them. And, and we, she does mention that like, oh, this is like a whole universe, mm -hmm. right? There's a universe down here. And she mentions like Subatomica and like all this mm -hmm. other stuff. So it's not just the little city that we see, right? There's so much more space to it. Because when she's found by Hank at the end of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, she's in this weird area that we don't see in this movie mm -hmm. that looks very different. And that's where they hid the little Easter egg of like the little city in the bubble. Yes. And like whether or not that's even the city we see in this movie, we don't know. Because mm -hmm. there could be multiple areas there. So I think it's just the idea that the quantum realm is this huge, crazy, mm. massive place. So you can hide if you go far enough away uh, and, and get out there. I, I like this from the chat. Dan Bell asking, what happened to Janet's powers from Ant-Man and the Wasp? I, mm. It was my impression that when she like did the thing around Ghost, she was like sending them there away is, to her. Right? Yeah, maybe right? she ran out there is and a chance finite. that she got it from that neural or whatever connection she got from Kang and mm. had that just one bit stored. Yeah. That was the last that. of it? Yeah. Or, or if it's almost like, like radioactivity, and, right? She'd absorbed a lot of that in the quantum realm. She's now lost that yeah. over a couple of years mm -hmm. out in the outside. And maybe right? that's why uh, Scott was going down there to grab the quantum juice because like she's like I'm out I don't have any more my hands. I think that was a quarrel or like a plot hole that people had for the second yeah. movie of like cuz we don't actually even know if ghost is fixed. We just know that she's a little bit more stabilized yeah. and doesn't need a quantum energy yeah. capsule to keep her mm -hmm. <laughs> stable. So maybe she's still a little broken. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um uh this is one that, you know, I know people that didn't enjoy this movie and I, that does not include me. <laughs> Love this movie. Repping the shirt. Um People that did not enjoy this movie had pointed out like, oh, Kang's supposed to be our next big bad, but Ant-Man was able to kick his butt, right? Like one of the weaker mm. Avengers or whatever. It didn't even take a full team up. Um, and so like, how is that possible? Well, first off, slow Kang theory. <laughs> not, not the smartest Kang. May not have been the best Kang. Not we saw a lot of Kangs Kang. in this so movie. He was able to beat the other Avengers in different timelines. Maybe, and he still the Maybe he was fighting Kang. simple Avengers. I also <laughs> think this true. might just be a little thing well, because I, there's a there's a ton of things that i was like ooh, i think you guys said too many senses here or you said not enough senses here that would have justified mm. more and this is one of the, this is just one of the he ones could that also I be lying about that. killing a bunch of other yeah. i would or love he, for that he, and, but give me that just i don't know that i'm well, an audience member i'm not in the movie and again this could be part of like late later stage reveals yeah. where you know i theorize that like everything that happens in this movie was all part of his plan <sighs> From, from them attacking to the city. Because if he can see time, he's able to see what's gonna happen. Like, yeah. he allows the city attack to happen. He wants to get, his whole thing was to get inside the battery. Maybe yes. that's what he wanted to do, <laughs> was get deep in there. You need to get in the battery, right. Tess. And, and rather than asking Scott, hey, you need to get me down in there, because then Scott will be like, I'm not gonna do that. Like, he builds this whole situation where Scott thinks he's winning and sending him down there, but like, that's what he wanted from the very That's the justification I would take. Yeah, that is and, the and we, we may not really know that until the conclusion right. of the Kang saga, right? But uh, there's also, I mean, there's, the line of the movie that really stuck out to me was that like, I, why should I buy, he says to Scott, he's like, you talk to ants. Like, that's your power. I'm not, I don't have to worry about you. Mm. If he's not in the right headspace, we've seen underdogs beat the champs all the time. Yeah. They're looking past it. They're looking to the next battle. Kang was already right. Like, I can't wait to go back up to the regular or world. Or they just weakened Kang the Conqueror. Well, and then he or, didn't see it coming, and he I, got beat but, because but he wasn't paying attention. I, I also like the justification. I, I like a Brandon's line of thinking, and I like the justification within this movie, in that post credit scene, oh, now the other Kings are taking this serious. Right. Right? Like, we needed that. They needed that early defeat. Ooh, now they're going to come back stronger, harder, mm -hmm. smarter, all that kind of stuff, right? right. Not justified for me, but that's just me. <laughs> I well, we'll that. see. Uh, there's some other um, potential plant holes uh, we could get to, but we are, we are maybe we'll save some of these for, for later this week. Uh, uh, well, let's. We want to do this last one. We got to do this last okay, one. Okay. Okay. One Here's, of our one of our favorite lines from the movie. Yeah. It was one of our favorite lines in any of the trailers. Remember this. Uh, it's when Hank Pym says, "I just saved eight bucks mm -hmm. after making a pizza go from personal pan size to full oh, size, size family." Yeah, yeah. Uh, a. 
How did he just save eight bucks? Yeah. Was was the question. And does that pizza taste good? Because here's my contention, right? Like he's not doubling the number of atoms in that pizza. He's right. just stretching out them. the gaps between oh. those atoms. So there's the exact same amount of flavor in a big pizza as there would have been in a small pizza. Are you saying flavor is atoms? Atoms are flavor? Yeah. Okay. Salt, okay. you know, oregano, uh, spice, whatever, right? Like it's that same amount spread out over. So unless the, those were particularly dense, hyper flavorful ingredients. Yeah. Okay. Right. That is going to be a bland Big pizza. I well, think. maybe he specifically chose ingredients that you know are pretty flavorful. Pepperoni, a very flavorful meat. Uh, mushrooms but, but can it, be very flavorful. If, if it's a normal sized pepperoni and mushrooms and, and onions and green peppers on a small pizza, you could maybe put four or five pepperoni. Right. So does this larger pizza still only have four or yeah, five like, pepperoni? Yeah, we were saying, out? is it flapjack sized pepperonis? Yeah. But there's only like four of them on the pizza. He, okay, this raises a bigger question to me. I think we've just blown the door off of a bigger topic <laughs> that we may need some more time on. If he gets giant and he hugs another person that's giant, does the hug not feel as good? Mm, does no. a back rub not feel as good if you're giant sized? No, I think if it's the same. You know, let your imagination go from there. What else wouldn't feel as good? Tic-tac-toe? Patty cake? Also, is the, is the eight bucks saved is the price of a small... It's not like he built the pizza. He ordered a small pizza. And he said the he yeah, said the price see any, difference. I didn't see any box. I assumed he oh, cooked a pizza. It looked homemade. So I don't what, think that wasn't a Papa save, John's joint. Is he saving the eight bucks at the grocery store or from the pizza delivery service? And how much is he wasting on his uh, research and development in Pim's Pizza? Also, Kesker yeah. Trip? What is I mean? Every every missile the the United States sends to Ukraine or no every missile the United States has used to shoot down a Chinese balloon or whatever costs like. Uh, like a hundred million dollars or something. Oh, I saw yeah. some crazy number. It's like every droplet of Pim juice that he's squirting yeah. in his pizzas. No kidding. Wasteful, Pim. And they're not passing that on to the taxpayer. <laughs> okay, don't pass it on to the little guy. Here's what I'll say. It's not a pothole because it's just a great line. Yeah. Whether or not he saved the eight it bucks. saved eight bucks. It's a good point. It's a great line. It's a good point. And, and let's be honest, if any of us had drinking and growing capabilities, one of the first things we'd do? Make big pizzas. That's right. I'd oh, that's not what I big, would do. Big flapjack <laughs> pepperonis. You know what? It's a great line. You know what else is a great line? Yeah. We've got guys. We've got different priorities, but yeah, you guys make your giant pizzas. I'm gonna be a star. Speaking of stars, Thomas, check out all the stars of our Quantum Media merch on sale now at NerdRiot.shop. That's right. Through the end of the month, all the Quantum Media merch is 15% off at NerdRiot.shop. We dropped a little bit of those pin particles on the price and shrunk it down. Yeah. So if you're an Ant Stan or a Kang Stan or a Wasp Stan, we've got you covered. Go to NerdRiot.shop and check it out. And right now, our first two Mandalorian Season 3 inspired shirts are, are on the site right now at NerdRiot.shop. Booyah, baby! Look at this pretty boy. Oh, it's the hunter. Uh, it says, I can, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Uh, and we also have this lovely Grogu shirt. Uh, this says Foundling and Arabesh. It's got this lovely Beskar pattern. Uh, and there's going to be a lot more shirts on there, hats, all sorts of stuff coming. But right now, these two shirts are on there. Uh, and we're also going to be doing our shout-outs again if you purchase any shirt from the Mandalorian collection and get the shout-out add-on for a few extra bucks. Your name and a little message will be displayed on our WikiLeaks after show. It might even get read out loud on the air by Tommy or Pretty Ricky Eric Voss. Aren't we both wearing their shirts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got one on right now, too. This, this, is, what, this is a surprise look at that, a shirt That one's not coming. even available yet. It's not there yet. Sorry. No, this no, no, shirt, no, the great. little foundling, you're going to get that Teasing soon. And I, got the hat, I get the hat on. You got that's the a, little that's hat, a little Orabesh. I think that's the way in Orabesh. Oh, that's what it says. Uh, um... So yeah, check that out. Get those shout-outs in. We're gonna be doing Wookiee Leaks here on the break room. It's gonna that's where we're gonna be doing our Mandalorian after show. But the entire Mandalorian collection will drop when the Mandalorian drops. So keep your eyes peeled for more new shirts. Head to nerdriot.shop to check out all of our merch and support new rock stars, baby. That's right. Uh -oh. That's right. Uh-oh, we've we've just been joined. What happened? People what? are scooping. <laughs> Scooping on the net, making up stories. What is Who that? can't believe a baby? That's right, it's Hot Mike. Oh, it's no. Oh, oh, no. Hot Mike. Oh, no. Hot Mike. I went the hot one first again. Okay, my mouth's on fire. I got some scoops. Who is this? It's Hot Mike. Were you not here for Hot Mike the first time? You don't know who Hot Mike is? I he was, was wearing glasses and a crown. Hot Mike, the biggest scooper in the game. Oh, I scoop okay. more scoops than dog scoop poop. I scoop more scoops than Snoop smokes 
Bloops. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth is really sore right now. Hot mic. Variety interview with Casey Bloys, who is oh, okay. content at HBO. You guys hear about this? Oh, yeah. I did hear about it. Hear about he about talked it, yeah. about the past, present, and future of the network. And that brings us to some of the highlights sponsored okay. by Sriracha. Sriracha. <laughs> Don't put it anywhere else but your mouth. No, don't. Hot <laughs> no. Mike. Come on. Hot Mike, didn't you learn a lesson? Hot Mike, Mike, I'm worried about your heart. That's too hot. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Boys, we'll be able to receive the programming on the to-be-named mega service. <laughs> the yet-to-be-named mega service. It's going to combine HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Oh, you're saying they're still getting combined, huh? They're going to combine them. I'm going to call it Discovery Plus. Oh, I don't think that's what they're going to call it. Discovery Plus. The smell of the hot sauce. Max. Hot Mike. Who wants more scooping? I do. I'm doing more scooping. Yeah. Boys is keeping an eye on reality and lifestyle programming, so don't worry about Discovery Plus's Ew, is that real? Yeah. How do you preserve and protect the HBO brand with more reality programming? I'll tell you. You pop all the pimples so there's no more pimples to pop. Does that pull No, 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 we drink just a little too much spice. Oh, no, that one was not a joke. Give me a second. Also, <laughs> also, make sure Hank doesn't come in here. Yeah. Hot mic. Let's give him something hot sauce about. I like how water makes it work. <laughs> when deciding on pursuing Last of Us, mm -hmm. Boy said he wasn't familiar with the game. Oh, the game. Sorry. <laughs> But they were betting on Craig, that's amazing for those of you who aren't in the hot scoop verse. Passion and knowledge. HBO's. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a straight fact, I think. Oh, oh, sometimes I come up with a scoop. Oh, okay. Steve Young's going to play Gambit. Oh, you heard oh, it here first. Oh, oh, Witness Cajun. Steve Young. Steven Young throwing cards. Was that your Cajun accent? Oh, huh, mon chéri, I throw the playing cards, make a gumball. This sounds more French. Okay. Than oh, that's a French inside. Oh, I didn't know we had a bunch of accent experts here. <laughs> I didn't know you were a linguist. You're starting to sound like you're under the sea. Quebecois, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, are you okay? Stop doing this it's to yourself. I can't. The only way I can scoop is if I scoop hot. Oh, okay. HBO's got more shows doing higher numbers than in the history of their network. Okay. Screw you, Arliss. <laughs> Screw you, Gary Shandling. Was Screw Herman, you, Larry Sanders. Was Herman Ted? Was that an HBO joint? Uh, Might as well have been. Screw you, nah, Real Sex Cornucopia down in the valley. <laughs> Y'all ain't putting up stats like The Last of Us. Sex in the City, loser. Sopranos, loser. No. Six Feet Under. 12 um, Feet Under now, double loser. Are you saying wow. the, that Last of Us is doing better numbers than all those shows? My heart is on fire. Oh, okay. I think that's a yes. Mike. With HBO Max Originals, he wants to find more programming that push out from HBO programming, citing the flight attendant and the sex life of college girls. I, I, the didn't, I didn't like the flight attendant. I liked no. the first season I liked of the flight attendant. Also, Mike, no. Stop doing this, hot Mike. Like a paper towel. Nobody's asking you. Oh, there's a paper towel here. This mouth is on fire. Thank you. I can't hold things anymore. My okay. joints aren't working. Okay. Blois confirms that the Creature Commandos is moving forward while Waller is still in active development. Okay, Who's telling the truth? Who's lying? It's time for me to scoop. I think we all knew that. Oh, but that, that's Mike, exactly what James Gunn said. I got a new scoop. Okay. John Cena's playing Amanda Waller. No. You heard it here first. No. No. I, like that. I think that's that a good makes no sense. That's yeah. not true. That's He's not very true. excited for his first day. No, that's Projects like Lanterns, <laughs> Paradise Lost, and Booster Gold still need to find their writers. I know okay. a few... Starving scribes that can oh, use yeah? the work. Okay. My sources say Roll Dahl's in charge of writing Booster <laughs> no, Gold. No. We're digging up his bones and He's giving him dead. his skin and bones and muscle and balls back, just like Burl Eyes. We're giving really Dahl the Burl Eyes treatment. Skin and balls back. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. <laughs> I'm glad you watched the show, though. My uvula is coated. It's coated with caliente sauce. Boy says they're going to develop these things and they're all great. Ah, isn't that nice? Boys believes in his product. Well, guess okay. what? Boys will be in the trash with the viewers of the show oh, if they okay. don't hit. Okay. <laughs> and what's most exciting is they've got a plan. Wow. Wow. Well, boys, color me disinterested. Boys set a good example of the future. HBO Max includes a Dune prequel. The Sisterhood. 
Oh, I thought it was Is this about the Benny Gesserit? Yes, the spice must flow. It's due to make history. I think there's a real opportunity for us to do big tentpole types of show using Warner Brothers IP. Maybe wouldn't necessarily make it on HBO. So stay together. It feels like a really complimentary offering. I can't remember the last one minute of my life. (laughs) I am sauce blind. (laughs) All right. Okay. And finally. Yeah. No. I got it. No. I tune it up the band. No. (laughs) No. Sweet gin music. No. No. Oh, no. No, that was my slurl it. You weren't supposed to do that one, Hot Mike. Boys. That was a a prop. That was a prop. (laughs) Boys has a strong relationship with David Zaslav. Oh, does he? You know when people say publicly they have a strong relationship with someone? <laughs> He's scared. That always means it's true. Yeah. He said that David is running this company into the ground. He's in it day to day with me with us. It. And he's made a transition very easy for us at HBO. Okay. Sounds like it's a lot of kumbaya. Here's a scoop for you. My sources say James Gunn is dead. What? No. Serious no. about making a dead man movie. No, okay. <laughs> okay, hot mic. Get out of here, Mike. Wow, hot Mike. Okay, just gonna start to say bye. He's just gonna wander off. Mike's gone. He's gone. Oh my goodness. Let's hope we never see hot Mike again. Wow. Uh, Thank you to everybody in the super chat. Uh, We didn't get to everything. uh, The trash bag. Andrew Karras. uh, Christian Unpronounceable, Brady, Bobby Svek. Brady Conlon asking, are we planning to cover Futurama this summer? I'm excited for Futurama to come back for the fifth time, maybe. Uh, I would love to. I also, like, I'm like, it kind of gives off, like, uh, uh, what is Asher? Uh, Archer. I Archer. said Asher. Archer. Archer. Yeah. It's kind of like, how do you go back and break down those episodes, I will say, right? though, like, every time they've come back from cancellation before, I've really enjoyed what they, I, they've yeah. presented. Hey, why and are and so my boy, Cody Ziegler, oh, is riding on it that wrote the Daredevil episode of She-Hulk. Oh, exciting. Oh. Very exciting. And he wrote, and he writes the new Miles Morales series. So hey, um, no, quick question. Why are there... So oh, many. how Mike stopped by? Do you remember how Mike? How come my Apple Watch is just showing a guillotine right now? <laughs> I don't know. You might want to drink some water just in case. Uh, Christian Unpronounceable reminding everyone to hit the like button on the, Thank this you, episode. Christian. Thank you all for watching this episode. Like, subscribe, tune in for all the great content we do here on The Break Room. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Hot Friday show. Going to be exciting. Uh, and then Sunday night for Last of Us Episode 7 that's after right, show. That's right. Well, Don't miss out on that. Two more episodes after that? Yeah. Uh, three more total. So this Sunday and then two Sundays after that. Uh, and then next week, we're starting our Wookiee Leaks right here on The Break Room. Yes. Uh, Wednesday mornings, uh, we'll be doing Wookiee Leaks uh, instead of our normal Wednesday show on The Break Room. So very excited for that to come back. Yeah. Quick, quick question before we sign off. Yeah. Does anyone know how to get hot sauce out of their nose? <laughs> I think you do uh, you snort milk, I it's think. It's the, um, okay. the same way you make a tissue dance. Oh, for the little, little in. That's right. Okay. Uh, uh, and thank you, yeah, thank you to all our Super Chatters today. Andrew Carr is reminding everyone that Kang doesn't know who Peter Parker is. Oh. He doesn't know who Spider, he doesn't know, he doesn't know that, that Peter, Peter Parker, Parker is, is Spider-Man. Man. But maybe he knows, wait, would he know it from another multiverse? So you're saying like, uh, Doctor Strange spells apply to people that are outside time? As well, well, I don't know. That's a potential plot hole. That's the interesting thing, is if one Kang told the rest of the Kangs, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there is this little boy. There's this little boy, <laughs> little spider boy. Hey, hey. <laughs> you okay, Tom? What do you get when you breed a parrot with a centipede? I don't know. A walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to tune in tomorrow right here on The Break Room. Latest skaters! Bye, Bye, Bye baby, Moochie the Moochie! Bye, breakers! Yeah.